The sun has got his hat on. Hip, 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 hooray. Our son is... Hello, Matt. How are you doing? I'm fine. Did you just realise I was here? <laughs> ah, yes, yes. You just started you singing, forgetting that I was here. <laughs> just come in the door. Yeah, I know. Sort of, I thought I saw something in my peripheral vision. Just <laughs> singing away to myself here in the dark, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Did you know, speaking of that song, you know, The Sun Has Got His Hat On. Did you know that that's actually quite a racist song? Is it? Yeah, but have you ever heard the lyrics past the initial chorus? Oh, actually, I remember saying about this. I remember hearing about this, yeah. actually. I'm not yeah. going to repeat nothing. Uh, people can search for themselves. I'm just saying, this shocked the hell out of me. Because yeah. I'd never heard it past that chorus. Because isn't it, isn't it meant to... You think it's one of like those innocent songs. Yeah, it's it such out, a cheery it? song. And then yeah. all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it just bombshells you. And, oh my God, <laughs> it's just, you can't hear that song ever again and think, yeah. well, well I, you can if you stop it after 10 seconds and that's it about it, that's all you can do. <laughs> yeah, just play the 10 seconds in at least. There was one DJ who got in trouble for playing that on yeah. air. He actually oh, got yeah. sacked because he thought it was a nice song, but he obviously didn't realise as well. He played the whole entire song and he got the sack for it. Oh yeah, no, yeah that was, that's where I heard about it from. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and I, I kind of feel for the guy, because it is a nice yeah. jingle, but, damn, you don't realise, do you? Uh, well, there you go, that's the uh, that's the past, you know, that's what they played back in the past when children yeah. would skip to school, you know? When, um, when racism was cool. When racism was cool, <laughs> you know? Back in the those days, I was about to say good old days <laughs> there, shit. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, well, that, that was, that, that's something to learn from. Every day, Chris. Oh, man, you don't know nothing about me, you don't know nothing, you know? Goddamn pigs and fuzz. <laughs> anyway, how you how you been, man? How you been? I've been good. Yeah, I've been I've been my usual self. Ah, uh, nice. I like get, your usual self. Yeah, been getting nostalgic. Oh yes. Yeah. About anything in particular? Well, I saw something in particular, and uh, it was actually to do with you, actually. Oh. Yeah. It. I, I noticed on your WhatsApp. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Your your picture is the Truckle Brothers. Yes. <laughs> How amazing is that? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I bloody love the shit out of the Chuckle Brothers. They were iconic figures, very important to my, my childhood as I grew up, you know? Had a direct effect on my life, you know? Yeah, I mean, for me, they are epitome of comic genius. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, you can't... If you, if you, they ain't no Bodger and Badger, but we'll... Uh, no. Repeat that. <laughs> but um, they, they, oh my God, they have a golden place in my heart. Man. And you see them now, and they still look as old as they used to. You know, maybe a little bit older, yeah. but they're, oh, they're still great. Barry and Paul. Barry and Paul. I, I love the fact that they've started appearing in, like, rap videos and stuff like that, haven't they? Or yeah, stuff like that. I it's just, they're amazing. Uh, they cross media. Uh, and you think to yourself, that, that artist, he probably grew up with them in, that, in the same way I did as well. Like, he just wanted to get them on. Man, okay, here's, here's a good idea then. What's a good nostalgic television show from your past? Like, say you came home, brushed the chalk off the off the chalkboard because you got held back like Bart Simpson. Um, mm. You get home and uh, you turn the TV on. What, what brightened up your night when you were Ooh. a kid? Well, it's, it's going to be a weird one, actually. The weirder, the better. It's, it's kind of, I only remember it because uh, this only came on towards kind of the end of my childhood a bit. Mm. It's the tweenies, actually. <laughs> that, that's the thing I used to when I came home. That'd be one of the first things that was on when they it, got back home. It's, so I yeah. always seem to remember that one for some reason. I remember it came on when I was in middle school, and by that point I was too old for it anyway. But when you're off, 
or you come home and your mind's numb. Yeah. Or even in the morning, you know. For some reason, you can't just turn it off. You you, you watch it and you're like, well, yeah, I, I kind of... <laughs> I'm just going to watch this for a minute. And it's actually quite... It was actually quite a good little educational program, you know. It was, it was like the next initial generation's kind of tossed TV in a way, you know. Yeah. Uh, except for that one episode where I think one of the characters, uh, Max, dressed up as Jimmy Savile. Oh, yeah. I remember reading about that because they yeah. showed that again recently, <laughs> didn't they? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, they got in trouble for that as well. They, yeah. re- they re-showed it um, once after the whole in- Jimmy Savile in- incident initially. Yeah. And so many parents complained. Obviously, it's a children's show as well, you know? Yeah. And uh, you think to yourself, like, I'm kind of on both wagons. I'm like, well, you know, it's still the tweenies and that in good taste. But you think to yourself, how did you not see this coming? How did you... <laughs> it's mm. Jimmy Savile in, in, imitated on a children's programme, you know? Yeah, because we, we should explain. Jimmy Savile's not as popular as he once was. No. For some reason. No, apparently he didn't fix something for a yeah. kid. And that kid's <laughs> come back with a vengeance and we all hate him for it. Yeah. Or maybe he fixed a bit too much. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he, he uh, let's not beat about the bush uh, for anyone that might be out of the clue. Uh, he was, he, he didn't, I think we'll start, like, at the end of the 1990s, he did a, a documentary of Louis Theroux about his strange activities and, uh, yeah. his, you know, visiting of children's hospitals and uh, accusations of paedophilia that were coming out around then. Even as a TV presenter, though, he was always considered a dangerous man to cross. Yeah. Uh, he owned a nightclub. There were stories about him, you know, beating up certain individuals in the basement of this nightclub. He had a bit of a reputation, but he also got into, like, children's charities, so no one wanted to cross him. You know, it would be like career suicide. Then when, once he went, everyone who he had, uh, you know, damaged yeah. in yeah. the past came out of the woodwork and started saying, you know, he molested me as a kid. He molested, he came to my hospital. And you can't deny that in such a high volume, and with no yeah. reason not, not to, you know, I mean, they're not going for money. They weren't going for money. They just wanted to detriment a really bad man. But it was too late. Yeah. By that point, he was dead, and we couldn't say anything. But there was a massive thing. I thought it was called Savilgate, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you, what, what's actually a scary, like, watching those kind of documentaries and stuff like that, mm. and watching, like, old videos of him in the past. He, he didn't deny it. He didn't? No. He never actually denied it. Actually, I think someone said his autobiography was basically him just boasting that he, he was, actually, he did all this and was getting yeah. away with it, almost. I mean, he'd always dodge the question, deflect it, or speak in rhetoric yeah. or anything like that. But I, I remember one thing, though, um, that a month after he died, uh, it hadn't come out yet, and his family was on, I think, Good Morning with uh, Philip Schofield and all yeah. that. And um, they were advertising a book that they'd written about their granddad. It was all lovey-dovey and that stuff. Mm. about how lovely he was and how he's their granddad. And they were being all spiritual about it and how he's still with them. And then, like, obviously this book didn't sell very well because about a week later all these accusations came out. Yeah. And I remember looking up some of, like, what the family said and they were still defending him. They were like, this is outrageous. He never did. But then I thought to myself, well, you've got a book to sell as well. I mean, yeah. I, I feel kind of sorry for them because they didn't want this. They couldn't control what he was like. I don't know what went on with the family, but you can't control individuals at behaviours, you know? Yeah. But then again, there was, um, you know, the the Ripper of... The, what's it called, Ripper? You know, that Yorkshire guy? Ripper. Yorkshire Ripper, that's yeah, the guy. Apparently his brother was uh, a killer, wasn't he? Wasn't his brother a killer? Oh, um, no, his... Um... I don't know if his brother grasped him up or something, but his brother mm. used to idolise him or something like that. Because I didn't he... The Yorkshire Ripper didn't... 
Oh wait, that was the guy with the beard. Wasn't it? Sorry, I'm thinking of some a program I saw an American person. Um, yeah. but, but I'll tell you what that anyway. Uh, it wasn't Ed Gein, but it was someone very similar who had killed these people. You know, stalked them, eaten some of yeah. their stuff. You know, because he wanted. He didn't. It wasn't the killing that got him off. It was uh, the the act afterwards. Anything after. Uh. Um, and apparently, his brother was the same as well, but they yeah. didn't really speak much. And it was, like, it makes you wonder, like, does it run in the family in some sort of gene pool? Like, is there a certain yeah. gene that does click and that's hereditary or something like that? But obviously you can't think like that because everyone is an individual. Uh, so that family, I feel so sorry for them. I don't think they go out and molest kids, you know. It's, it's, yeah. it's, he was a very weird... And then you got, like, it, it opened up the floodgates, right? Like, yeah. you have, what's his name, Star? Oh, Freddie Star, yeah. Freddie Star. Uh, Oh, bloody Rolf Harris. Ooh. Real hard hitter. I mean, he was going to be one of my childhood memories, but... Yeah, Animal Hospital. We can't Uh, mention that now, can we? You can't, you can't. And even though it probably wasn't as severe as, you know, detriment that Savile caused, it was still, you know, bloody hell, you lied to us, Ralph. Yeah. I felt like, uh, I felt, uh, to me, I felt like they'd be writing down how many years he's going to get. They write down a one and just turn around and go, can you t- guess what it is yet, Ralph? Can you guess what it is yet? <laughs> oh, another zero. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you could just imagine him in prison playing his wobble board and stuff like that. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, echoed through the chambers. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear me. Oh. But, uh, yeah, so that's... Uh, that was the the Savile scandal, and we came to that from Tweenies. So uh, yeah. that was a nice treat. <laughs> yeah, Fond memories all around. <laughs> Just in time for Christmas. Where we talk about stuff. This I'm going to give you um, slightly uh, strange thing to say, but you know when my my mum died actually. Oh, Do you yeah. know what the first thing I actually went home and watched <laughs> was <on>. the Tweenies? Oh. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing to watch. I mean, <laughs> you think, I mean, it was like, you know, um, well, obviously I cried a bit when I first yeah. said. The first thing I did, for me and my sister, we just watched the Tweenies. And I was yeah. 10 at this stage. I was yeah, yeah. perhaps slightly old for the Tweenies. We just sat there and watched the Tweenies. And it's slightly surreal, almost, kind of mm. thing. That's that's why I always remember the Tweenies. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's got like a sort of what do you yeah. call it, a symbolic bond with you in a way. Yeah, because you know? that's what I find that when you have certain life events. Yeah. By the way, it wasn't the Savile one, was it? No, it wasn't that one. That's all right then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that would stain your memory a bit. Yeah. You know? But it... we all we always have like some sort of symbolic like something happens to us. Um, yeah. We always remember what we did near then, like. I remember when my grand died, for some reason I watched Silent Hill. I don't yeah. know why, but now I always think of that when I watch it, you know? Yeah. Or uh, when I when I broke up with my ex, for the, my first ex, I watched the, the Terminator 2, you know, the Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. one. And uh, I, I, I always associate with that, you know? It's, yeah. it's, I still enjoy it, but I always remember the point where, uh, you know, it, it, was, it was... You know that part where he's he's got an iron stuck through his chest? Yeah. Spoilers! But at this point... <laughs> Fuck you, you know, you should have watched yeah. it by now. Um, I always thought, oh, that's me, man, pulling the iron out of my chest. <laughs> oh, God damn, it, got, it actually got me through it, you yeah. know, because I, I compared myself to Arnie. I was like, yeah, that, that was awesome. <laughs> um, not the breakup. But, yeah, like, it yeah. always have a symbolic meaning to you, won't it? It's quite nice. Yeah. It's, it's nostalgic just, and... Yeah. It's just the fact that, you know, you get you know, that kind of, like, like, that life event. 
And then he discovers these Muppets, basically, kind of acting all kind of really kind of weird yeah. and stuff like that. It's just, it's just so, like, strange. Because like, a lot of kids' TV is quite strange. Yeah. It's kind of, like, over the top. <laughs> well, I think it, it stopped being strange when everyone became really PC. Yeah. So everything had to be soft colours, funny names that don't cause offence. Yeah. Like, uh, you could go back and, like, maybe, uh, oh, the tweenies, for example, go back and say, one of them's called Bella, and then someone in some religious community might say, well, that's against my lord, you know, you can't say that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it would be silly things. Like, no one wants to cause any offence. It's a children's programme. And then you've got these things where you don't want the kid to grow up stupid, which is actually a quite a good <laughs> aim in my book. I remember there was this programme that came on, which upset a lot of like Christians and Muslims. I think I can't remember what it's called, but it was basically these uh these little alien creatures that are kind yeah. of teach Zen Buddhism things. I can't remember what it's called, but they kind of float around like aliens. I can't remember, but it was it was quite it was a couple of years ago. Um, and I remember seeing it. It was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen, but it had Zen teachings in it. You know, really, it had yeah. like teaching about oneness and and. Uh, but in, it, you, you can read past the lines because you're an adult. You can see what they're doing. And the way they position, they're like taking yoga stances, you know. Like, And that's fine. That, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cultural. But I, I, I wasn't surprised that so many religious folk had a backlash against it. Yeah. Because it, it was kind of like, uh, it's not reinforcing a different religion on someone that's so young. But yeah. it, uh, to them, it's it's a direct attack on their thing. And I, I think it's stupid. But at the same time, I, I, I don't believe in a... Any religion should be forced upon any kids yeah. at that age, you know. Um, I, there mi- you go. I missed that one. I never saw that one. No. It, all, it, all it really did was it yeah. had a bigger focus on yoga, and that's fine. Yeah. Yoga can, can be separated from any religion, but um, yeah. Christ, two, two of the major religions use it. But it wasn't a big deal, but I, I, uh, it did have some, some religious overtones on it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's surprising what you find out there that's kind of got, like, religious... Under yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I mean, postman Pat, you didn't know he was a, a <laughs> orthodox, did you? <laughs> um, How did you know those post... posts wasn't bombed or something like that? Uh, yeah, like he laced with... militant. <laughs> well, one was postman. due for, for Bjork, and it was laced with like uh, LCD or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> LSD. Um, yeah, but like postman Pat, I miss the stop animation days. You know, oh, did... the stop postman Pat, your Fireman Sam's, your Thomas, your your pingu. God, yeah. Oh, back when back when <laughs> kids were men. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all yeah. serious, pingu was a uh, was oh. probably my child my my childhood favorite, my my young childhood favorite. How could I forget that? <laughs> oh man, pingu. Mm. Oh, I love pingu. Oh, that's yeah, even though that could have because the penguin. He already used to go kind of noise and stuff like that. It was the first ever Vuvu's whaler. Yeah, my God. I just used to love. I, just, I remember I uh, when I was a kid, we'd get like these VHS tapes, yeah. and it would have like a mix of good new stuff, good old stuff. Um, just it was like a children's Terry tape. Basically. When you're a real, yeah, yeah I think my mum got it when I was a toddler, and um, it had like some some known stuff, some bootleg stuff, and then some sh- stuff you never even knew about. Like uh, there was yeah. an old show called The Shoe People. I don't yeah. know if that rings a bell. Real catchy theme song, but. It was just, it was one of these stock cartoons that would have come out a dime a dozen back in the day. All that would move yeah. was their eyes, 
and maybe a couple of frames of animation or cells. Yeah. And it had a voiceover, and it was so cheaply made, and yet it was it was what kids wanted, you know? <laughs> that kind of stuff. Henry's cat, James's cat, and anyone's cat, really, I mean. Yeah. God. Yeah, I, 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 I miss Pingy, though. I used to love that when I was a kid. Yeah, they, they still have it, you know? But uh, they, um... The <laughs> the inner fan in me could tell they changed the voice. Oh yeah, it's like it's like they changed Noddy. Um, yeah. They changed Noddy from like like the old kind of oh, how cartoons used and it's now like really digital and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, it looks horrible. I I know. Uh, it's 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 uh, it's good though because it's keeping kids interested. Kids yeah. want the computer age and all that stuff. But did you ever um, hear of a program called Watch with Mother? Oh yeah, my I um my the original and- Andy Pandy, the original Bill. <coughs> yeah, um, my, my uh, we had um, a recording of it somewhere, mm. and we, it, we, it's because uh, I always remember how it started off. There, there'd be a bit where it was with a flower, right? Yeah, there was there was a flower. I remember the mm. Bill and Ben bit, and then there was there was some woman who showed you how to make paper lanterns and stuff. Goodbye, Bill. Yeah, it was real old classic. Yeah, um, like black and white style, man. I because I, we had a, a, an official BBC VHS tape of it. Uh, yeah, when I, I, that was I'm talking like when I was really young now. Yeah, but it had like Campbell, Wick Green, Bill and Ben, Watch My Mother, Muffin the Mule. Yeah, was another great one. I remember because there was a penguin called Peregrine. <laughs> I, I remember this stuff, man. It's so lovely. And you think there's such wholesome little programs back there. Like it's such yeah. a simple time. It would even just be a woman playing on a piano with a couple of puppets dancing yeah. next to her, you know, that's... And it was so cute, man. It was lovely. But, um... Oh, I, I miss watch, watch, but we used to watch... I mean, because we, we only had the one video, and so mm. it was, you just watched the same episode of it. Yes, yeah, time, time again. And I, I, cause I always remember there used to be, like, these... There used to be these, like, um animated rats or something like that and they'd make mud pies or something like that. <laughs> and stuff like that. Help. It's kind of really... Right, kind of you know, you know when you say that, like, when someone talks about an old program, but they only yeah. describe it, don't say what it was, and I'm like, God damn, that, that rings such a bell! Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it floods back, you know, like, Jesus. Oh, like, I know. Watch, watch with Mother was ace. I used to love that. Well, when we get a bit older, obviously the perfect lineup. everyone talks about it, everyone in Britain anyway talks about it. The perfect lineup was Monday, or fr- and then it became Monday and Friday, was Simpsons at 6, and then maybe after that was Robot Wars, a bit of Buffy. Uh, well, Fresh Prince, of course. <laughs> that was always fun. But going back, I you don't know, see any of the, um, the, the, the Cartoon Networks and all that stuff, you know? You'd have, like, Swap Cats and, uh, uh, well, Cat, Cow and Chicken, you know, that, the golden age of, of animation back then. Oh, see, I see. I, I never used to watch those kind of ones. Oh, no? Yeah, I, I haven't watched, like, the Cartoon kind of networks all that often. I well, just remember the stuff that was on, like, the main five channels. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, British, yeah. Well... Because that's all I had for ages, to be, to be honest, because... Um, well, the thing you notice about watching... Because I had it briefly. I had cable yeah. briefly uh, before it got too expensive. or oh, whatever, Murdoch. And um, <laughs> the thing you notice about American TV compared to, like, British TV yeah. is how different their entertainment is. Obviously, I think Americans, they do have, like, more educational programs within their country, but... What you saw on Cartoon Network, and this was pre Dragon Ball Z as well. You know, yeah. it wasn't even it wasn't even anime. Um, was there was so much action compared to the the British? Like take Tots TV, which is just a couple of Rosie and Jim as well. It was just basic puppets yeah. celebrating British culture, like in a in a in a tugboat. 
Yeah. Or um, even, uh, do you remember uh, Come Outside? No, but I do remember Raising Jim, only because it slightly freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. Because right, it, it's, it's uncanny, <laughs> even back then it was uncanny valley. Come Outside, it had this dog called Pippin as well. I don't know, and they flew around in a big oh, yellow... Oh, yeah, I do remember it. Because the woman who used to uh, be in it, she used to be in Open All Hours. Yeah, exactly, it's her. That's um, how I remember her now. <laughs> oh, what was her name? Um, it was, was it Linda Barron? Yeah, that's her, yeah. Yeah, I, they had this plane that they would go around in, and I thought, this, this is the most kick-ass granny that you could ever ask for. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was lovely, man. It was, it was probably one of the best... You know when they, the, these programs called How Is This Made? Yeah. Um, it was like that, but for kids. And, and you, fun stuff, like instead of a tin of beans, you get like, how's rock candy made? And it would take you to like Cornwall. And, but they, obviously they travel yeah. there. Lovely, man. Stuff like that. You, it incorporated real people with yeah. fun slapstick. Uh, Chuckle Vision, obviously we talked about that. It's a lovely little thing. Um, oh, that you, was great. I, I, never, they, they used to like try and hold the ladder and they kind of break windows <laughs> and stuff like that. Exactly, it still right. makes me laugh. That it still makes me, I, I love the simplicity of it, you know? Yeah. And even if it, it, it was very, it was for young kids. So as you got a bit older, you'd be like, well, that's not very funny, but you still loved them, you know? Yeah. You, you still liked the antics. It's like Harry Hill. Like he wouldn't make you laugh every joke, but you still, it's Harry Hill, you know, you still yeah. like him. The last real duo of slapstick that we ever had is Dick and Dom or Ant and Dick, you know? Yeah. You don't get that anymore. You just uh, th- there's no one that's been able to, you know, take that that role. Unless Chuckle Brothers are still going, because I wouldn't be surprised to be honest. I think they are actually. Oh my god, are you serious? <coughs> yeah, I I, I I I vaguely remember seeing some new episodes recently <laughs> or something like that. Imagine if in America they 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 looked at the longest running TV programs and The Simpsons <laughs> was number one, and they were like, well, "What yeah. the fuck is Chuckle Vision?" <laughs> 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 and then Dallas or something. Yeah, he's <laughs> great at this up there. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I wonder whether the Americans would like that kind of thing. I, I wonder. Like, it would probably be... It's, it's, they, the thing about Americans is that when it comes to their kids, they're very yeah. unkeen about other cultures. It, they've yeah. got to learn about America, which is probably why it's, you know, Magic School busted so well. Anything that... that that teaches about British culture. And even even Come Outside wasn't about British culture. It was just teaching how stuff's made, right? Yeah. But they always... That, that's why they redub these programs. Like, I think um, Noddy was given an American voice when he came back. Yeah. Or, you know, stuff like that. And it, it, stuff that were, you know, yeah. really... Like, oh, my God, Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, mostly Americans now. And there's no Ringo. No Ringo? What? No Ringo Starr. No. That's ridiculous. A freaky Beetle. He's, he's not He's not in it anymore. He's a... It's, all been redone with someone else's voice, and I think they did a film with um, with <laughs> with Alec Baldwin. Uh, my God, <laughs> yeah, um, really? <laughs> American voices all around. Yeah, oh my goodness. Um, I don't know. I think the Americans they do love certain aspects of British culture, like train systems, because yeah. it also works for them. Iron horses, you know. Um, they love the the idea of Britishness, yeah. so you get a lot of uh, medieval castles, you know, people that love queens and kings and stuff like that. And, but anything that's just the working man in society that's modern or right now, yeah. or it's very British, they, they don't care about or, they, or they'll change it around, you know. Yeah. There's one know. problem with America. They do think 
Britain's like stately homes and London, and that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like everything else is trees and countryside. Yeah, and uh, in a, to an extent, I wish they were right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish, I wish, because apparently we used to have a forest that ran all the way from Scotland to uh, South End, didn't we? Really? Back, back in back in medieval times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said they said you could be a squirrel, and uh, you could jump on a tree near Scotland. And not get not hit the ground until you're at uh, Cornwall or something like that. Christ. Yeah, that's how much forest we used to have. And uh, obviously, uh, you know, things go on, and you know, more land gets taken up. But yeah, that, that's quite a fascinating thought. You know, back in medieval times, you know. So we could have all lived in trees. Oh, I would have loved that. Part. We could have all had like tree houses. We could have, man. We could. Have. We it, still could. We've, got, we've still gone could. wrong, haven't we? <laughs> Call me to the lim- the, the lumber yard. Uh, yeah. Sometime after work, and um, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll we'll scheme, right? I'll get my blue my blue papers out, and we'll uh, we'll yeah. scheme something together. Uh, just just a, a nostalgia thought, where you have to be. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say under sixteen to enter, but that just sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to get away from this kind of thing. <laughs> oh, speaking of speaking of uh, underage, where's Tarmim? Oh, oh, where, where is she? I think you uh, think you know about well, this. Well, don't yeah, you? yeah. Well, last time I saw her, she had an ice cream truck and she was going around the town giving uh, treats out to kids and uh, free rides, offering free rides. No one took her up on it, but oh, sad she's not here right now. Though, Disgraceful. Uh, I, I've always yeah. been worried about her, though. <laughs> you should hear some of the things she says yeah. on this podcast. She, I mean, she edits oh. most of it out. I, yeah, she she's she's really a dirty person. Do you know? She? Do you know what she she wrote on Facebook last night? What did she say? Exterminate the children. Oh, I'm, I'm no, that's just surprised. her kind of you know. You know that's what just, she's yeah. like. I, you know, I'm 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 not even shocked. Yeah, you know. I mean, oh dear, I, I'm disgusted oh by her. Oh sometimes. my god, it's, uh, oh, but we we're sad she's not here though. You know, it's uh, well, it's you shame are. Here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's um, got. She's got to edit that bit out. So, <laughs> what the, the the one nice thing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we, ah, we're I should have coughed. I should have coughed, and then it would. She'd have had to edit it out. <laughs> anyway, no, but um, I think she said something to me once um, about a nostalgic program that she used to watch. Oh, mm. what was it? Oh, I can't. I can't remember for the life of me. Oh, bollocks. We'll have to have a number three with all of us together or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we've, we've kind of covered, like, a lot of children TV, like Bodger and Badger. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, that, you remember no. that? Yeah. I, 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 do, I do remember it now. Like, you said it earlier, and, and all I can remember that is the mashed potato. Oh, that's all you need to remember, man. Yeah. I can't okay. actually remember anything that happened in that programme, <laughs> but I can <laughs> remember. One, uh, was it the Badger that just used to eat all oh, yeah. the... Badger? Uh, there was Mousy. There was the guy that I'm, I'm sorry. The the guy who did it looked like he'd been drinking too much. Yeah, um, you could see it in his face, you know. But, yeah, but it was him. He was great. But, but was his name Boris or Roger? Yeah. <laughs> Roger. There you go. It, it, he was all. He was, it would always remind me as like the naughty version of Sooty and Sweet. Yeah. Like uh, I, I loved the the, gin, the the ginger guy on Sooty and Sweet. He was a uh, he was the original son, wasn't he, of uh, the old City and Sweet host? Was he? I didn't, yeah, yeah. didn't realise that. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah. Shame he died, but, you know, it's quite it's quite a nice little thing to... He carried on his father's legacy of acting with City and Sweet. Yeah. And let me tell you, some of those black and white City and Sweet shorts, man, they are hilarious. 
like yeah. super funny. Like so he he's like he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna get too much into it because I'm just gonna fanboy over children's programs, which <laughs> is a, a great thing to do. Did you say? Do you think City's a dick, or City was on a dick? On a, a dick. Puppet. Yeah, <laughs> you could get a puppet on that, couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> that that would be really creepy. If that that explains some of his program. weird looks. Like yeah. he'll turn around the screen and just look. Like, well, sweep definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no oh one God. screams like that at normal, uh, normal yeah. conversation. That guy was in constant ecstasy. But oh man, I, I, this is this is what I mean. Like we never get shows like this anymore. We we have like uh, everything is digitized. There's no puppets or anything. Uh, obviously, it's probably. Actually, I don't know if it would be more expensive, would it? I don't know, actually. Uh, I know they brought back Thunderbirds recently. Yeah. They did, what they did was Captain Scarlet made it all like a uh, CGI, which is, um, I don't know how to feel about that, to be honest. Yeah, but, they're bringing back loads of things. Like, they're bringing back Teletubbies yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, well, it's like, it? what, what can they not bring? Oh, they're bringing back Teletubbies? Yeah. How the fuck are they? How? I, I don't what, know. Like, costumes or... I'm, I'm not sure yet, but I know the original Ooh. creative, like the original series, isn't happy. Because mm. they're, they're just bringing back loads of this, like, no original kind of no. programs coming no, up like, just recently. Funny fact about the, uh, you know, the little hill that they used yeah. to, well, the original owner got so sick of people coming to visit <laughs> his land yeah. that he, he's blown it up. Oh, jeez. And it, now it's just a massive ditch in this in this park area. <laughs> I'm not even joking. He, uh, he got so fed up with people coming to visit because let's face it, the generation that watched that Teletubby stuff has has grown up. Uh, I hope, <laughs> and um, they're not that fascinated. You know, no new kids are going to yeah. watch it unless they're like, oh, I don't know, their stupid parents are forcing them. Who who goes to their kids like I used to watch Teletubbies? I'm going to make my kids watch this as well, just so they get an yeah. idea of how fucked up I am. I, I can't understand. These programs are... If there's one thing that the newer generation did right compared to the older generation, yeah. it's, the, it's the TOTS programs. Because at least stuff like Balamori is a lot more wholesome than uh, Teletubby Custard or something like that, you know? Um, <laughs> I just... I, I don't like it when yeah. producers think, let's make something mindless uh, that doesn't engage much thought. Uh, or even if it's just shapes and, and circle, that's fine. But you know, even Sesame Street can do that, right? Yeah. You don't. You don't. Oh, oh you don't. I do have one quick thing to say about Sesame Street. I think it's do Sesame indeed. Street. Is that is? I think that's one. Um, if you look, look for it on YouTube, they did uh, a crossover between Sesame Street and Goodfellas or Casino, the Martin Scorsese oh, films. The, the dub with oh, uh, yeah. Bert and Ernie. <laughs> it's you, so funny. It's you amazing. motherfucker, you! <laughs> and he just grabs his nose and it works so yeah. well. <laughs> and there's the one where uh, he's shutting um, the yellow bird one. He's shutting oh, yeah. his head in the door and stuff like that. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got, oh, like, oh, it's got all like the classic like dialogue, right? You that's think I'm I funny? <laughs> it just works because they're, they're such docile yeah. puppets, but it just, because you can make them say anything you want. It's like anime. You can make them say anything you want. That's why these videos exist mm. in such quantities. But it's yeah. so brilliant. It's so funny. Oh, my God. Especially Pesci voices. Pesci, oh, yeah. Pesci's voice works on almost anything. <laughs> you can make anything funny. He, he's like the guile theme. You can put it on anything and yeah. it'll just work, you know? <laughs> See, though, he actually did. Um, oh, he did a song called Wise Guys or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And it's, it like it's a... music to some Blondie song or something like that as well, I think. 
I thought, wasn't it a rap or something? Yeah, but yeah, but I'm, I'm almost certain the music's some Blondie song or something like that. Uh, uh, I, I, because I, I, I remember it, but I don't remember the Blondie element. I think it's, um, I'm not sure if it's a Blondie song called The Rapture or something like oh, that. Oh, Rapture, oh wait, no, something yeah. like that. It sounds, uh, it sounds really similar. I do I, like a bit of Blondie, actually. Yeah. I was almost certain it's like the same music, because I, I might be completely wrong. I think I know which one you mean. But then again, like my, uh, I would need to look it up. I do need yeah. to look it up. Yeah. But oh. uh, anything Joe Pesci is, is going to be fun to look up anyway. And that comes uh, to a nostalgia, Home Alone. Oh, yeah. That the, the, ultimate, the highest grossing Christmas film, by the way. Yeah. I've watched that film so many times. Because we I used mean, to have um, a movie night on Friday. Yeah. And because um, my, um, this is after uh, when I moved in with my uncle and aunt. And my cousins had never seen that film before. Oh, that's obviously be, yeah. I brought it with me, and honestly, we watched it. And we, <laughs> we'd always debate what to watch on Friday, and yeah. we'd always end up just choosing Home Alone after Man, like five minutes. It's quintessential, you know? It's like, mm. a, it, it, apparently, I, no, wait, no, it is the highest grossing uh, Christmas film of all time. I, I think it's the 116th highest grossing film of all time, but I still think that Die Hard's a better Christmas film. But for just hijinks and, and shenanigans, like yeah. Home Alone is just... And uh, Pesci as well, when he's getting his head lit on fire, <laughs> is just priceless anyway. It's amazing. That's worth the admission ticket. But I always liked the second one better. Did you? Uh, yeah. Um, Alone in... Was it a Lost in New York or Alone in New York? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I think the reason being was because back when I was a kid, I had a, an early version of the NES. Mm. And one of the first games I ever had was the Home Alone 2 uh, video game. Yeah. For this, And it was shit. It was really horrible. But I kept playing it because I had nothing else. And um, I, I remember, like, just wanting to see the film because I had this game. And uh, and I just enjoyed it, man. I, I love the atmosphere of New York at Christmas. Yeah. Um, there's something really wonderful about the whole Turtle Doves thing as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I just like it, man. And, and, and there's nothing cooler than... Oh, Tim Curry's in it. Uh, so's uh, well, so's Rob Schneider, but he's all right in it. Yeah. Um, there's something really cool about being a kid, not just to have the house to yourself, but to be able to go around New York by <laughs> yeah. yourself and go into the toy store with all this money and shit, and that'd be so cool, man. Like, yeah, it really captured the imagination. And McCourtney Culkin, I've never seen a child actor able to hold a film together by themselves, just because it's predominantly him. He is the main actor, right? Yeah, he's in the most of the scenes and. You buy it. You buy that he's a kid running around. He, he's cool, man. He was a good actor. Yeah. Even if he wasn't technically great, you know, he was he was able mm. to hold the film together. I always I always remember it like really fondly. Particularly the, mm. the first one, like in particular for me, because that's the one I've seen more than kind of like the second one. I've yeah. only seen like the second one two or three times actually. Oh, dude. Whereas dude. I've watched the first one like a million times now. <laughs> I'm surprised. Well, I haven't, I haven't watched it for like years. I haven't watched it for quite a while actually now. It's one mm. of those things you watch it so much when you're younger, you just, you kind of, you don't watch it too much when you're older. But oh, oh, I've got so many yeah. fond memories of that film. But, Man, it's, it's one of those films where uh, if. It was up there with the adult films that you snuck a glance at because it wasn't an adult film. Yeah. But um, it was still quite violent enough to be considered, wow, yeah. like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, uh, I remember when I was around my friends, we would accidentally, well, accidentally, switch onto a film called It or Terminator or... Yeah. You know, and watch it. But Home Alone was up there, man. Like, you'd be around your friend's house and it yeah. would be on telly at Christmas. And you'd just watch it with them, man. 
for me, it'd be what, so nice. Yeah, for me, one of the films that because my, my my sister used to watch it sometimes with um, a then boyfriend was Austin yeah. Powers. Oh man, uh, for me, that, that made me laugh so much. <laughs> I think that was one of the first uh, films that had like adult humor. Yeah, that I kind of got away with watching in front of my mum. Yeah. Because it was like, it was just funny enough that she's yeah. like, you know what, just watch it. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's strange about that, though? I, I, I watched I watched the films a couple of, two or three years ago, back again. I uh, actually, I didn't, I didn't actually find them that funny now. You don't find it things. that funny now? I don't, I, I certainly don't, I don't find it anywhere near as funny as I used to. No, not near as funny, because it was, it was a lot of immature humour, let's be fair. I, right? I think it was the fact that. You knew it was wrong. You knew, like, yeah. Kind of, I, I, I wouldn't get away with saying this for sure. Yeah. And I used to love the, like uh, his take on the sixties as well. Yeah. You know? But I do think uh, Mike Myers, the actor, yeah, hasn't exactly been in the best spotlight for a while. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he's a bit hard to work with. And then he made the Cat and the Hat, which is just because yeah. uh, he he just Mike Myers it up basically. Yeah. Um, I think he's great as Shrek. He's got a great voice. And I quite, I still quite like the guy, but you don't see him anymore, you know. Yeah. I mean, we saw that one MTV Wayne's World skit, which I love Wayne's World as well. And he was in Inglorious Bastards for a brief moment. Was he? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he was a. Uh, he was the guy who was talking to Brad Pitt and sent him on the mission. Oh. But that, you know, you don't see that guy anymore, and it's a shame because he can be quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I couldn't find. I find some of it funny still. Yeah. But like, there's some bits I used to I used to laugh my head off when I was younger. But I kind of like, I, I didn't laugh at it. It was kind of like one of those strange things. Like you're growing up, mm. how you grow out of something. I think that's true. Well, then again, like these these films that they made were all when Saturday Night Live was the massive skit creator. Yeah, I mean, Wayne's World was a skit. It started off as a skit, didn't it? Did it? I think it I did. Didn't... I think it did. I know Austin Powers. Well, it was all like Mike Myers got his characters out. And then they, you know, they thought about films that could be made. Yeah. But there was, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Um, you know, the guy who played Garth, da- Dana Carvey, in mm. uh, in Austin Powers, his 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 second in command. Oh yeah, the, I love God, him. Yeah, yeah. I used, he was great in Austin Powers, but this is like a, a lot of. I mean, Saturday Night Live created a lot of great characters. It also yeah. created a lot of shit ones that would have flung at the wall to see what happens. Yeah. Um, I remember Danny, Dana Carvey made a really crap character called the Master of the Skies. Which was just uh, him basically acting as different. Like he he does a great Al Pacino impression, and yeah. there's this one character called the Turtle Man, which he's really good at. But it, it was just a bunch of skits applied yeah. together with a really crap story, and it was just painful to watch, really, man. Yeah, so some great comedians do do some quite shoddy stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. But they, it's like flinging stuff at the wall and see what happens. You know? Yeah. And sometimes it's not even about how well it does. It's about how much money they can make, which you see all too much these days. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it still pissed me off that epic movie made more than Scott Pilgrim or uh, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I watched some of those. Like, there was the odd one that was funny. Yeah. Of those like, I, uh, scary movie one, two, and three were fine. I, I couldn't watch after the weigh-ins left. And after that, it was just, it was painful because it was just yeah. like, a, it's like one of those annual books you get at bookstores, yeah. you know, oh, this year's one, oh, that year's one, you know, yeah. you're still, you're still going, I see. But they always make money, so they're always going to keep doing it. So. Yeah. Because I, I think what annoys me slightly of some of those films is it does just feel like it's adults kind of making teenage films. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, but but well, they're not giving them enough <coughs> credit because they know teenagers just want 
like what we liked yeah. about Austin Powers, but Austin Powers at least had some depth to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so cause like some of it's just like, I, I remember watching those, um, like there's some cop film, cop buddy film. Yeah. And it, it was really bad. It was meant to be like a take on some of the other like cop buddy films. Right. It was so awful. I mean, the only one like funny scene was when um, this naked fat guy fell over and his crotch landed right on this cop's face or something like that. <laughs> and then, uh, apart from that, that was the only funny scene. The rest of it was just like, <laughs> it was like a really bad kind of take on the cop yeah. kind of thing. Like not even awful. making the good jokes, you know. Yeah. But I, I kind of like it when you see shit films like that because you think to yourself, well, I'm inspired to make my own and better. You know? Yeah. But um, if you want a really bad cop film and that's actually tried to do well as well, have you ever heard of R.I.P.D.? No. What's that it, uh, Jeff Bridges and... Oh. Um, oh, what's his name? I can't remember. The Deadpool guy. Ryan Reynolds. Mm. That's it. They did a film, which is basically... The best I can des- way to describe it is uh, Men in Black, poorly done, meets Constantine or something like that. Yeah. And it's... So like it 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 it's it feels like it's trying to do something original with unoriginal assets, you know? Yeah. Like um it's just uh, there's so many times when someone does something stupid or there's something that doesn't make sense just to play for laughs when you've already established in this I I am not gonna get into it. But when a film tries to express <laughs> this law to you, give you this law that's really serious, yeah, and then they do stu- like for instance, alright, I won't uh, basically they're both dead. Ooh. That's no spoiler. That you get, you get that within the first five minutes. Yeah, uh, and the only way they can operate as detectives for you know the afterlife in this in this place is uh, they still get seen by people, but they're seen as different types of people. Yeah, like oh, uh, he gets seen as a man with brown hair as opposed to what he really is, um, just a normal guy to avoid suspect, like to avoid attracting attention. Right? Yeah, that's their point because they're dead and they don't want people to know. But they they give Jeff Bridges this persona of a really attractive blonde female with big boobs, which is obviously meant to attract the crowds, but yeah. it's, in the lore of the story, it doesn't work. Like, yeah. you, can't, you can't, like, if you're attracting a low profile, you don't have a big chested blonde woman <laughs> with big boobs, and it's just aggravating, like, yeah. there you go. Um, <laughs> and, they, and Ryan Reynolds, the, the big off joke is, oh, uh, he's just, he looks like a Chinese man, like a little Chinese man. Yeah. And obviously they get away with their racist jokes as well and stuff like that, but it just, it doesn't make sense. Like, oh my God. And there's so much of that throughout the film. Yeah. And I just, it's, at least Men in Black, that's how you do an off-the-cuff comedy, buddy cop yeah. kind of comedy. Like, it's kind of sci-fi elements, you know. Shit. If you want a normal buddy cop comedy, go for uh, Eddie Murphy or uh, Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. You know, something yeah. that works. Look at something that works, dudes. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, cause, stop uh, looking at Cash and Tango, you know? Yeah, because ba- um, isn't Bad Boys a cop film? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, that works as well. Yeah, that, that works well, as well. a buddy film or something like that. Yeah, I, re- I remember I mean, seeing that. I quite enjoyed that one. Yeah, that was really good. I even liked two as well, actually. Yeah, because I know there's an undercover one where they have to they they have to like dress up as women. That's oh, uh, another but um, I'm, cop film. For, for some film. reason, I'm thinking of some like it hot. Oh, is it? <sighs> That's a black and white one though. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a, a modern take on that or something like that. Although they were they were just normal men running from the mafia. Yeah, um, yeah, but I think I know. Uh, you're thinking of white chicks. Yeah, that's the one I think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, 
<laughs> I did actually kind of, I oh, kind of got into God. that film, actually. Just realised White Chicks is the modern example of Some Like It Hot. <laughs> oh, my God, that is so bad. I know. <laughs> oh, I, 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 oh, my God. I think they definitely did it better originally. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, they did. I love the Wayans, but... Yeah. They, they... <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know what? I I applaud how how much they they churn out. You know, it's it's fine. Yeah. They, and Terry Crews got in there. They, they, Terry Crews is funny. Whatever he's in, you know, yeah. he's brilliant. Oh my god, god. white chicks, white <laughs> chicks. Wow. Yeah. Do you talk about people um, who are dead or something like that? Do you remember Frost, the movie, Michael Keaton? Oh. No, I don't. Where he, he 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 kind of he's the dad and he oh shit he's the dies snowman. or something like that. He's the snowman, right? Yeah, and he turns into the snowman. And it's the weirdest fucking looking snowman you've ever yeah. seen. Like um, what was it, Jack Frost? Yeah, that yeah, Jack Frost. That is uh, that's a film I I just remember that from my youth. I used to watch that oh all the time God. every I Christmas. Remember that? That 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 was a really I rented that once. Uh, yeah. I think around Christmas that from this video shop called Paragon Video it used to be yeah. like a, just an off-license thing. And yeah. it was, um, I just remember being kind of bored watching it. Like, this is a film about Michael Keaton as a snowman. This is Batman yeah. as a snowman. <laughs> but, you know, and um, Bat Snowman. And I, I just, like, it, it treats kids like adults, I yeah. think. But it was just kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I admit, if I probably if I watched it back right now, I'd probably think it was boring. But when I was a but, kid, I actually... Yeah. I it was in the Christmas spirit. It. Yeah. But it's just... Uh, that was a real oddball. Yeah. Um, but I remember that time. That, that was uh, around the time period where uh, uh, I think WB had major things going on. Like, it had yeah. The Iron Giant come out. Oh, Pokemon, obviously, the oh, movie. Pokemon. Everyone loved that. <laughs> oh, uh yeah, that that was a that was a really fun time to be a kid. Oh, like you was. got your Game Boys, everything yeah. is just exploding at you. Scooters, cool I got stuff. a scooter. Oh, scooters, that. man! Yeah, <laughs> fucking fucking alien babies, fucking yeah. yo-yos, fucking crazy bones, <laughs> crazy bones, crazy bones were like the uh, <laughs> they were they were like uh, that was war in the playground. Yeah, like do you remember crazy bones? I I don't. Oh man, oh man, it's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah, because that broke a lot of friendships up <laughs> but um they were basically like these little hard plastic figures mm. it was just a head with uh, with legs basically and they had lots of different tons of different characters really cool looking there could be rare ones that they were all just normal colors but there could be rare ones that actually had painted in features or shinies or something and um they were treated just like pokemon cards you know you, know, you trade them they look great yeah a little collector's manual you could collect a lot. I had tons. Um, but you could do this thing called Crazy Bones. You could play games with them, but the best one everyone had was Crazy Bones Battle, where you'd put your Crazy Bone down, your opponent would do it a couple of feet away, and you'd flick them both at each other. Yeah. And if you knocked their Crazy Bone down, they would have to knock yours down the next turn. If they didn't, you kept their Crazy Bone, because you won. Ooh. And that, my friend, became such... Some people had... Like, that's when you get into the stats of yeah. crazy bones. Like, this one's flimsy and it falls all, all, over easily. Some were, like, hard as a rock that couldn't move over, and that's the ones they used to kill everyone else. <laughs> um, but it was, like, it was yeah. like the first proper gamble system, you know? Like, holy shit, I could lose this if I play this. Yeah. But if I, uh, if, I, if I play my best one, <laughs> I could win a lot. And it was, it was, it was terrifying. That does sound competitive. Oh, it's fun. I've, I've still got mine yeah. somewhere in this house. Still. i tell you what I was saying to uh, Tarman last time we recorded um, the nostalgia episode. Was yeah. I've very rarely actually played the Pokemon game. 
with the actual cards. I played it loads on the Game Boy, but the actual yeah. card game, I only think that I played that once with my friend, and we both got bored after like five minutes. Man, I tried to learn. I tried mm. to. I, I took one of those big old packs, you know, the uh, the bumper packs that had about yeah. sixty in them. I looked at the manual, tried to learn, and the, the only problem is I I kind of learnt after a while, but I couldn't find anyone else that, <laughs> yeah. that, that had done this, had taken out the time to do the same. <laughs> My God, man, that was that, 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 that was some great collect. Like even just collecting, though, yeah, man, it was fun. Oh, I, I had loads of those, including man. those fucking energy cards. The energy oh, yeah. cards, oh. even them. Man, like, I remember I thought I was being really smart when I traded an energy card for like no no it was a Pokemon card for like free energy cards from someone because I just yeah. started up and I was like well that was stupid but all the shinies all those fun little things um, oh. yeah that was just that was a that was some fun times so. yeah I, I get so nostalgic thinking about Pokemon cards <laughs> I, I can remember the excitement because I, I used to get them every Saturday at a shop yeah. that was down the road from me yeah. And I used to remember that excitement and the feel of that and that and the smell of that um, wrapper. Bust, busting up a, a booster pack. Yeah, and then and when you tear that kind of wrapper. I was about to say, Tarmim, on that last episode, and you didn't know the name of those little packs. They're booster packs. Booster packs, yeah. Booster packs. Dudes. Well, what the hell? <laughs> you just called them bumper packs earlier. <laughs> bumper packs. Bumper God. packs. God. How could you? Dear me. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, spit my, they were, spitting our coffee up. That's where, that's where I got most of the shinies from that I had, actually. Oh, yeah. They almost the, always the used to be in there. Man, that, that was some fun times. Like, I, like um, what, do, what do they have now? Like, uh, you, the Yu-Gi-Oh's, right? The Yu-Gi-Oh. They still, they still do Pokemon cards. Like, it's still yeah. a big thing. Um, but I always kept a couple just in case they were worth something, you know, just in case, like... Yeah. And uh, after looking online a couple of times, I thought, you know what? They're not going to be worth shit. I yeah. think the biggest the biggest things that are worth a lot from childhoods are like original Transformers and like Star Wars. Toys. Yeah, there's a um. Funny enough, you think what's the rarest Star Wars toy? Probably like a vinyl Boba Fett, right? But no, apparently some of the rarest ones are the original Luke Skywalker's, Darth Vader's, and Obi Wan's. The ones that had like fold up lightsabers. Yeah, and real and but more expensive than that is one of the. Uh, the little, you know, the little guys that dressed in brown and they have like glowing eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember for life me what their names are. One of those can be worth around uh, twelve thousand. The one that Jesus. was original with the uh, with the the felt mm. instead of the plastic. But the biggest selling one at the moment that that went for about eighteen thousand, I think, uh, wasn't even a proper character. It was this droid. That have you seen all the Star Wars films? The original. Um. Oh, I can't remember now. No, I, I think I've only seen one or two, maybe. Okay. Well, Empire Strikes Back, did you see that one? I think I have. I think that's the one I've seen. Yeah. The, the yeah. one where he goes, I am your father. You know? Yeah, I'm pretty certain um, that's the one I saw. Yeah. Well, you, you know, it's no, uh, he gets his hand chopped off, right? Yeah. And at the end of the film, uh, Luke's getting his hand repaired by this droid, um, like a robot hand. That droid that's repairing the hand is the figure in question. That went for 18,000, just that droid. Yeah. Because it was so limited in number. There's some of these toy lines, they would create the figures, and before they even get out, they've cancelled the toy line because you know, for, that, for that initial period, that initial series. So some of these figures never even saw the light of day, and that's how valuable they are, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. And funnily enough, Pokemon cards does have that same kind of agenda. Yeah. 
you think to yourself, well, I, I don't have any of those really rare first edition promo cards, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> I've just got them. I'm just keeping these shitty pieces of foil <laughs> in a wallet, thinking they might be worth something. But at the yeah. end of the day, they're just colourful paper. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. There you go, man. I, I, it's weird. I do find the odd one lying around. Yeah, yeah but I, I don't have. I've like, I had one point. I had 500. Yeah, and they oh, just seem to yeah, have yeah, like yeah. all vanished over the years. <laughs> I know I had to sell some because um, like my mum got me to get rid of some at a school fair. Yeah. And then my aunt and uncle made me get rid of some. <laughs> and they're, they're always really proud yeah. when that happens, aren't they? Like, oh, yeah. thank God you've got rid of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I really miss them now. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I'd probably, like, learn to play them just for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, with some other ageing loser. <laughs> <laughs> like myself. <laughs> that, um, that's, that's, that's learn how to play and we'll just, we'll just cry as we play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but so, it's fun memories, man. Yeah, some good stuff. You always remember where you got them as well. Like, I remember I, I bought one pack in Cornwall, and I've always remembered that as my Cornwall pack. You know, yeah, it's nice. I because I I went to the shop where I used to get them from, and it had it there upstairs was the like the toy department. Yeah, they don't even have a toy department now. I was like, oh, I was man. disgusted. I was like, I'm abandoning <laughs> that. <laughs> what is, what's I, going I, on? I have no interest in that shop now whatsoever. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, uh, man, I, I miss the good old days. Where I, I generally feel that our generation was the last time that kids were treated like, a, oh, there were toy shops on every corner. You know, nowadays you don't get that. You don't, yeah. you don't see that stuff. When you see it, you're like, holy shit, I want to go in just for the sake of it. But you don't see, as a, it's, it's all digital now, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, kids are interested in computers. and iPads, um, for fuck's sake. I mean, iPads, yeah. Well, but that's not a bad thing. I mean, I'm, it's yeah. kind of space-saving in a way, but it, it's not like the, it, you just notice it. That's all it is. It's yeah. not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. You just, it's something you notice. It's like it's, it's someone I know, they've got like a two-year-old, and it, it can't be without its iPad. It'll start crying uh, its head off if it doesn't have its iPad. Yeah, that's one thing I am a bit worried about because yeah. it is a reliance on technology, right? Yeah. Um, and someone did say, like, if if the whole world just lost, ele- like, electricity just got shot off even for 24 hours, um, yeah. you know, a, a quarter of the planet would just go into anarchy, you know, at least yeah. a quarter. Become way too reliant on technology. It's crazy, man. It is crazy. And it's it's that building it up from childhood now. You know, yeah. imagine what the next generation is going to be like after them. Yeah. We're becoming bionic, if anything. Yeah. I don't just think it's kind of a little bit sad that kids, you know, they don't have some of the joys that we had, necessarily. Yeah, but, uh, but then again, like, you get you get people from the older generation saying the same thing about us, yeah. don't you? Like, Fair with TV. Enough. Oh, TV. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that TV's going to ruin them. But I it end, ended up being one of the best things for us because, you know, we had all these nostalgic programs. Yeah. It helped us grow as well. I mean, I, we could we could say what we like about the next generation, but maybe there's something to it yeah. that we're not seeing, you know? Yeah. Um, something to keep an open mind out about anyway. But at the same time, I don't care for it. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I used to get annoyed if I wasn't allowed on my Game Boy, so, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I remember I lost. <laughs> I lost my Game Boy for a month once. I think oh. I put it in a book, like yeah. in, a, in a in a shelf where books were, so I couldn't tell the difference. And yeah. that was the, one of the most depressing months I'd ever had as a kid. Yeah, and when I found it, that was one of the best moments as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's and amazing. the battery still worked, and oh, yeah, man. yeah, oh. stuff like that, man. Like simple joys, you know. Yeah, and that shit was hard to play, man. That was like green screen. 
even in the light in the in the day, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember Game Boys in the day. Jeez. Yeah. It did your eyes in? I I, can't, I don't know how I did it back then because uh, yeah. Anything. Any looking at my phone. If I if I spend too much time, if I was to play a game on my phone, I, I don't yeah. know how I'd continue it. It'd just be too much. I used to play Pokemon so much. Sometimes I'd get that tune in your head. Oh. You know, like duh, 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 kind of almost noise. <laughs> well, as, 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 as you're going on, you know, when like um, most of them, it was that duh, 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 kind of almost noise. <laughs> I, I can't do the tune very well, but that noise. Do you, you, you mean walking, the victory thing? No, as you were walking along, it the <laughs> almost like that kind of noise. <laughs> I, I, I'm terrible at tunes, but that was the noise, and I used to that, that I used to get that in my head sometimes. <laughs> I'd be trying to sleep, but all I could hear was that <laughs> kind of noise. <laughs> Man, I, I'm one of those geeks that will, um, if you looked at my MP3, yeah. it's filled with, like, normal music, technically. Yeah. But it also has, like, tons of soundtracks and also um, game soundtracks. Yeah. And there's even a section within the game soundtracks that are games from, like, yesteryear, like yeah. bloody Streets of Rage and, <laughs> you know, old NES stuff. And it's like, anyone... That's probably where I'm fucked up, because I'm listening yeah. to, like electronic sounds as opposed to normal music. Yeah. And anyone looking back will be like, well, how can you listen to this? And I'm just listening to, like, a rendition of the Mario theme. It's like, what yeah. the fuck, man? It brings back good memories, you know? Like, Yeah. <laughs> but hey-ho, that's nostalgia yeah. for you anyway. Yeah. yeah. Talk, talking slightly about musical kind of thing, do you know what my first musical um, love was? Musical love? The Wombles. No. Yeah, I mean, the Wombles, actually. That was Dude, like, I, Wombles. I got that from my sister, because that's actually more her generation that had the Wombles than Are you, than are you talking about the, the one that, you know, um, the Wombles of Wimbledon, or the, the, the band? The band. The, no. Remember you're the Wombles. <laughs> <laughs> remember you're the Wombles. And didn't it yeah. last for, like, didn't it? It was doing the same numbers as Wet, Wet, Wet at the... At number one, wasn't yeah, it? something, something like, like that. And people <laughs> became so tired of it. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was a bit, I had it on tape. I used to play that yeah. all the time, and it's. Oh, oh, it's remember pretty... you're a wumble. There's always that song because they did another song that I didn't like quite as much. But yeah, oh, I think yeah because they tried to recapture the success, didn't they? Yeah, a second a second band song. Yeah, but um, obviously that's not good. You know, funny enough, uh, fun fact: the Wombles was one of the first programs to get a. Uh, a second reinvention, like all these programs are getting now today. Yeah, really? It was, I, I remember it, it, back on CITV, back in, uh, I think, late 90s, actually, they yeah. actually redid the Wombles yeah. with a modern modern audience. Yeah. So more girl Wombles, but keeping some of the, like, Tobamori and all the old classic characters. Yeah. But it was it was one of the first times they tried to redo, but I think they still did it in stop motion. Do they? But just, just yeah. updated stop motion, which is really fluid, really good looking. Yeah. But um, it was one of the first times. Funny enough, the Wombles, um, one of the first times they brought something back. But here's something good I'd, I'd like to end on, if that's possible. Yeah. Um, they're bringing the Clangers back. Uh, do you remember the Clangers? Oh, yeah. I, 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 yeah. <whistles> oh, yeah, like that one. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're all little pink mice that live on the moon. Yeah. But they're doing it in the stop motion from the original. They're doing it exactly the same way. Oh, wow. For a modern audience. But really wholesome nicely and, and with a nice voice yeah just like it looks just like the old one Matt it's brilliant and I think that you know it shows that people do yearn for this old stuff they do yeah. yearn for classic ways of doing things and it's nice because some people are out there to honour it uh, yeah. obviously there are people that think well it's cheaper to do it this way let's do it quick but for a classic TV series like that you can't imagine yeah. it in special effects anyway you know it's mm. 
they're all just little pieces of um, fabric. Uh, I'm, I'm glad they haven't touched Bad Puss yet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> oh. there's certain programs you think you can't make that special effect, it'll just lose that magic. Yeah. You know? Um, Bad Puss being another one. When you talk about um, <laughs> touching up Bad Puss. <laughs> <that's, laughs> don't, do. <laughs> don't touch Bad Puss, don't touch it up, you know? Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, get your finger out for bad person. Like oh man, it's like we're watching Austin Powers all over again. Yeah, but you know, it's it's just a nice thing that I, I'm glad someone's yeah. going to end on that book. I think we are quite nostalgic in Britain. We are, we are. I think it's because we did have some of the old stuff that we made. It a lot of it was manufactured. Yeah. I'm not talking Hanna Barbera manufactured. You know, yeah. It's actually like some of it was. Um, a lot of it, even the manufactured stuff like rhubarb and custard, which yeah. is very cheap to make, it had heart, you know? It, yeah. it felt like it could have been drawn by Del Boy or something like that, <laughs> yeah. you know? It was just nice, wholesome stuff. And I just... Uh, it, 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 and they were quirky as well. They yeah. weren't just characters with ties. They were all... They all had, like, a sort of... Yeah. Like it's a magical toy cat or... Um, or um, the, the flower pot men, for fuck's sake. Like, you can't get more imaginative than that. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> you do wonder if, like, some of the people that created this stuff, were they, were they on, like, LSD at the time or something like that? You don't time? know, do you? You don't know if it was creativity like that. I'm sure people can come up with it without yeah. influence. But there are very creative people out there. I mean, you get even shown today YouTubers. I mean, say what you like about YouTubers, but to come up with new content every, yeah. you know, five minutes, stuff that, people haven't seen before is, is yeah you know it's quite generally good you know it's it's, it's very you have to have a creative mind um also youtube is great for like feeding us nostalgia because you can go watch old oh. episodes of stuff you were because um there used to be a serial i used to watch a lot as a kid called animals mm-hmm. of farming wood oh i, I had that? the theme song to that stuck in my head yeah god that, uh, that was, program was brutal that was i know that was... teaches you about the animal world and stuff like that it, it, I'm sure it invented a lot of green pieces back then. Yeah, you know? doesn't it doesn't hide from that, that theme song, man. Like yeah, because <laughs> I, I remembered the theme song before I remembered the animals. Yeah, and then I remembered that fox with the almost unibrow face. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they had that really good um, icon as well. It's all the animals looking yeah. up, isn't it, with the badger and yeah. Uh, yeah, that I, was really good. I could always remember the moment badger died. Oh, that was shit. the one thing I could remember from it. I didn't realise he died. Oh shit! Did I spoil it? <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't worry. It's ten, <laughs> some ten years out. But um, but shit, I didn't realise it was that dark. I didn't realise it was that dark. Yeah, um, no, it was, it was like um, it showed how difficult it was to survive in the animal world because it because yeah. at the beginning they create a like um oh there's a pact that they keep because they've got to get to Farthing Wood because that's a safer yeah. place to stay because where they're living yeah. at the time is getting destroyed. And yeah. so they make this pact that they won't eat each other and stuff like that. Now, you already kind of slightly... I mean, that does actually happen in the animal world, apparently. There are well, kind of... You will find certain places where there are actually packs between animals that would usually eat each other. Oh, seriously? Oh, wait, I know there's, like, animals that help each other out, but yeah. I didn't know about, like, say, a mouse and a snake. You know, getting Not on. necessarily those, but there are some, like, animals where, in, like, there's the usual circumstances where they'd eat each other, but they won't because they yeah. can see it's for the greater good, maybe, or something like that. Interesting. I've, I have heard that there's cases like that out there. Because I'm, I'm not... I've, 
animals are intelligent, but I don't yeah. think, you know, statistically <coughs> intelligent, you know. Yeah. E- economically intelligent. Yeah. But it, it kind of like, it, it like the danger, like there's, there's one where there's like a hedgehog having to cross the road and it gets run over. It's really yeah. bleak, stuff like that. And then there's like birds die like anything and stuff like that. It's, it's, it, that's very British if you think yeah. about it, isn't it? it? Like Watership Down British. Yeah. Animals dying. Like, wasn't there a snake in that show as well? Yeah, there's two, and one of them gets killed, and the Brilliant. other snake, and the other snake gets its revenge. It's, it's amazing because uh, well, the snake, uh, the snake's always the one that's. It's, she always looks like she's trying to. She's she's trying to eat one of them, like the mice yeah. or something like that. But I she always I gets caught. Because <laughs> I remember there was a snake that always had like an angry look. Yeah, to it. but it was drawn in that in that animated way. Yeah, that I can remember Aunt Farving Woodhead. Um, and, then, and that was such a, that was a staple yeah. of British TV, like the, 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 you know, the forests and the, yeah. you get a lot of like these shows, like even America had Fern Gully. I mean, yeah. it was a very, the 90s did have a very big natured rhythm yeah. to it, you know, some of them were more subtle than others, you know. Yeah. Um, oh. I, I mean, what, what's happening, you know, I have, actually, I watched Animal Farming Red only a couple of years ago again to see what it was oh. like. I actually, so I, just, I ended up watching all three series of it. <laughs> oh, that's not, like, just revisiting. Yeah, it's like Dog Tanyon. I didn't get into Dog Tanyon until Dog I was like Dog Tanyon. Dog fucking Tanyon. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Do you know what? That, I didn't actually that... watch that as a kid because that was the yeah. generation before mine or before me, was, mainly. Wasn't like, wasn't Dog Tanyon kind of Japanese animation or something? It was, and then it kind of gone through either France or England. It was yeah. one of those two, and um, I think I had a video of it once. Yeah, because it's set in France, I think. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be like set in Paris and so at the beginning. Of course, uh, the Three Musketeers. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that's what it's based. Um, but yeah, I only watched that when I was like um, twelve or thirteen because mm-hmm. um, my brother-in-law or ex-brother-in-law showed me it. I was like, yeah. I love this, and then um, I and then I didn't see it for ages, and um, I remembered it, and I was like, I found it on Amazon. I said, like, <laughs> I've got to get this because I loved that program when I watched it. And it's just, it reminds you of a simpler time, yeah. in a way. This, this is um, only, like, a few years back as well. <laughs> so I'm, like, yeah. I'm like a 19-year-old watching Dog Tanyon or something. Like <laughs> it's, it's all right, because it's, it's yeah. in your room, you know, you yeah. don't have to worry about what other people think. Yeah. But we broadcast it now, everybody. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, sh- I should remember that we're <laughs> recording. That's all right, though. It's all about us. That, like, the, the, these, you know, people... To be fair, I'm not ashamed. This, this stuff. No, there's nothing to be ashamed about, like... Like uh, I, I, um, every now and then I like to pop it on YouTube and see yeah. if it's still as aged as it is. Yeah. Um, I remember what was it? Uh, I, I, I've been watching a shitload of old Disney films recently. Yeah. Because some of them I remember, it's like a subconscious memory, and there's something really nice about getting that subconscious memory yeah. back and seeing where it came from. Yeah. Um, other times it's just films I never really saw. Like uh, I watched um, what, I think one of the biggest Disney film loves I have is Peter Pan. And it's nothing to do too much with the film itself, but the fact that it it's a symbolic film of like me and my mum yeah. watched it, and I always think like it kind of you know I watched it as a kid, and my mum always told me about how I'd requote it as a kid, and that always yeah. reminds me of my mum, and it's kind of like oh getting those emotions, you know <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing, like that it has that symbolic yeah. nature to me, and I always remember that with her. Um, but just going back and seeing all this old Disney stuff and oh. how they, you know, how they grew as a company. Yeah. Um, even like the, and I like the whole 90s renaissance that they did as well, like all these other films. Yeah. Like, but I watched Notre Dame and um, that's, that's a surprisingly dark film. Yeah. I mean, they, they Disneyfied it still, but it's still got like a, for one thing, Frollo is one of the first actual 
evil villains yeah. in, in Disney. You know, uh, I think his whole motivation is, oh, judge Frollo, because he's not a priest in Disney. <laughs> but one of his motivations is, I want to sleep with this girl, and if I can't, she'll burn at the stake. <laughs> and then at the end of it, Quasimodo, you know, he doesn't get the girl, because... Yeah. In a way, I kind of respect that because it doesn't lie to kids, but it's not a great yeah. message either. Um, yeah. Because obviously the the man who's good looking, he does look good. Esmeralda's voiced by Demi Moore, so of course she has to look good. And it's just, uh, it's such a mean-spirited film in a way, yeah. but I still like it. Yeah. You know? The villain doesn't have a stupid little sidekick then that for comedic relief. So his scenes, his dark scenes are dark, man. Yeah. Um, and he has a really great musical number called yeah. Hellfire. But, Do you know what? Yeah, I, man, I think it's good for like children to kind of see, see the, the dark side. side of things sometimes. Because oh, it doesn't get you into that thing that everything's all perfect. It's very right. important. Like, I, because when you, you always... get to a teenager, that's what hits you the yeah. most. Is the fact the world isn't as kind of dreamy and perfect. Shit, as you, yeah. you know. Once you hit the internet yeah. and you hit that <laughs> wrong side of the internet... Um, then you realise, yeah, fuck, what, yeah. why is the world like this? And it can, it can depress you. Yeah. you know, it can put you through a depression. Like, why is... Why, so this is, you know, I, I've seen one side of it, the, the, the yeah. coloured side, right? But you get used to, like, you, you realise that, of course, you're going to be exposed to the bad side, but you yeah. don't realise that the good side is never relevant to anyone because yeah. it's just normal to them. They want the good side. If something's good, it will ne- not get reported about it. It won't be yeah. news, you know? Crime Watch used to depress me, but then you have to realise that these crimes only happen once yeah. every now and then, you know? It's, it's, it's not probably not going to be you. And even if it is, it probably, you know, lightning won't strike twice. I thought hopefully. Yeah. But D- when you see it on TV, it feels like that's all that happens in the world, you know? Oh, who was it? used to do Crime Watch for Nick Ross. Oh, the one that shit. got shot. Yeah. Uh, Jill um, Dandy. That, 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 that woman. Oh, outside her home. Yeah, Jill right. Dandy. I, I, I used to really like her when I was a kid. Yeah. And then, I mean, I it's, it's kind of like shot. ironic was... that, you know, yeah. that she's the one that got the crime in the end. But... Yeah. Yeah, she was really good. I, I just always remember her and when she died. That, that, yeah. that scared the shit out of me, that did, when I was younger. Yeah, because it, it, it brought it home, right? Yeah. It was like, shit, even Jill Dandy's not safe. But yeah. I really like how they... I, I really love uh, Anne Robinson on that programme. Crime Watch? Yeah. I thought she did Watchdog, didn't she? Fucking Watchdog. I apologise for that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I, I, she's great on Watchdog. But, um, <laughs> but, oh, yeah, I that, remember her on that. Yeah. She, oh, yeah. she scared the shit out of people. She scared the shit out of people, but I always thought she was... Yeah. Cool. She was... She was sorry. I remember there was one crime watch where a guy chased a guy down the street with a samurai sword, and I, <laughs> and they they just casually reported that, yeah. um, like a re, and they did the react reinca- reaction as well. What, what do you call it? The reacting, yeah. The re react reenactment, reenactment. There you go. Thank you, Matt. And you, when you see the reenactment, obviously they make it really <laughs> yeah. creepy as well. Like, Jesus Christ! Like this this a samurai sword in London, you know? Yeah. This is the kind of shit you'd only see in like. Uh, Miami film, yeah, uh, shows, doesn't it? I mean, you don't have to worry about that stuff. It's not something that you see out there. Yeah. This, this is crazy as well. Like it's, uh, Liverpool. I mean, when Ross Camp was on gangs and he talked about these Liverpool gangs having yeah. like, east eastern weapons to yeah. fight each other, not even guns, just eastern <laughs> weapons to cause maximum damage. Yeah, God, there you go. I, but, I always love the impression show impression of him. But they just show him running away <laughs> with yeah. all the gangs. <laughs> and it's always was usually that... like a gang of old ladies or something like yeah. that. <laughs> was that Alistair McGowan? Um, no, it's the other one. 
John Coleshaw or something like that. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing because yeah, because that's because uh, I can't watch like the new, the show that he actually does where he goes yeah, to the gangs yeah. without thinking of him right, just he, running he really, away. <laughs> he really just makes me think of what Ricky Gervais did in Extras, where he's yeah. like. I'm SAS, you know. I'm SAS, you know. Just like that. And he's like really scared of Vinnie Jones. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh. Um, I do like Ross Kemp. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we'll, we'll wrap this up before yeah. it becomes any darker. Yeah, I'll but, too um, long. <laughs> but that counts as nostalgia anyway. Yeah. But I, that was a really, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed yeah. that. Taking the trip back down memory lane. <laughs> yeah. Laying the foundations for where I went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we we fade a lot uh, out in these episodes, like the nostalgia yeah. ones. It's like last one, me, me and Tom, and I think we nearly crying by the end of it because oh. we just realised uh, all our dreams had been crushed. Oh well, not stuff. crushed, just changed, really. Yeah, you know, so I, this is why you're with me today because I'll I'll be the positive undertone. Yeah, it's not it's not crushed, Matt. Just reformed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's hope left in the world. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But anyway. There's hope for the next generation as well, and hopefully yeah. we'll be able to uh, bring our kids up right if we have kids. And what's going to be the first program you show your kid if you do? Oh, I don't know. Probably animals for farming. But <laughs> yeah, nice. So, so like, so they can just see what the world's really like. Yeah, like something not too dark. Yeah. Though. So I might start off with Bodger and Badger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, and then farming wood, yeah. and then tear their hearts out. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Or art attack. Well, because art attack shit neil buchanan art attack or, or smart where i uh, i used to say uh, i used to watch that or read the books and say oh i'm gonna make all of this stuff i never yeah, made a fucking I never made it I, mean, I think i made the easiest thing in every christmas but they always, he always had like a yeah. christmas magazine which would come with like some sort of glitter or glue pen or yeah glitter pen glitter pens jesus there you oh, go. Glitter. um glitter pens man you never see them again yeah. And, uh, oh, Neil Buchanan, you know what he's doing now? What's he doing? Is he in the me- metal a band, heavy metal? Metal band, yeah. Wow. He's just, he's just amazing, man. Like, I, I remember I, there was this old, uh, program on the BBC. Oh, it was Channel 4, I can't remember. Uh, CITV, you know, the old yeah. days, and they were talking about old presenters and stuff. But funnily enough, you know the guy, the black guy who did Jungle Run? Oh, I can't remember that now. Kind of like a black Stephen Mulhern. Oh, no, I can't remember. And a bit of a camp no. voice. Oh, never mind. Well, he's actually married to Jessica. You remember that host oh, from CITV? Oh, yeah, I think I remember he mean. Yeah, that. and that's quite nice. It's like yeah. finding out these two presenters are with each other, you know? Yeah. Um, like Charlie Brooker and Connie Huck. But um, yeah. I, don't, I digress anyway. Uh, what was it? Yeah, Art Attack. He talked about, you know, the big Art Attacks that he would do in yeah. New York City or Hawaii or something. Apparently, he would he would he what they would do is that he was with a team of people on the Art Attack team. And... Uh, he would say, well, where do you guys want to go for a holiday? And then they bring up the producer and they say, yeah, yeah, we've got a great idea for a, a big art attack. Uh, but it's got to be done in uh, Hawaii or New York, you know. And then, then he, they were like, oh, you know, whatever, whatever. We'll just throw money at you. And, he, and then he put the phone down, do a little fist bump and go, sorted. You know, like, you know, that's his holiday. Like, I, a week there and they've just got to do one big yeah. art attack. You know? I think I can understand Brilliant. why that program's not on anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That but face, it, though, in that program, I used to scare the oh, shit out of me that day. The head. Oh. It's me again. The head. I know. Oh, that, that, that genuinely <laughs> frightened me as a kid. I had to kind of oh. look away or something at times. I, I never understood how he did art. Yeah. Like, uh, he would always bring up his own, but I'd be like, you don't have hands, mate. How'd you do it? <laughs> <laughs> but it's all fun and games. Yeah. Man. 
the, there's one uh, last program very quickly because I know we want to go, end, go, go, yeah. That I, remember, I, I saw it earlier when I was looking on the internet and I'd completely forgotten about it. And it was Get Your Own Back. Oh, fucking get you. I've got a Facebook page dedicated to him. Oh, that was amazing. I, I just used I'll, like I'll have to add you. that and um, Noel's House Party every Saturday. Noel's House Party. I used to always get um, the Get Your Own Back guy yeah. confused with Ainsley Harriet and Lenny <laughs> Emery. Because, yeah. not Lenny Henry so much, because he had his own thing anyway. But Ainsley Harriet, yeah, because they had that kind of jaw. Yeah. And it, I used to love to get your own back guy. Um, I can't remember his name. I apologise to you, whoever you are. But I, the Gunge, I used to think that was pretty creepy. Yeah. The Gunge at the end, where they'd be raised over a Gunge tank. Yeah. Every time they got a question wrong. <laughs> and I, I used to get so tense watching that, because back then, guns, when you're a kid, it's like, yeah. it looks like acid or bile. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was one of my first, like, sexual fantasies. Kind of being dangled <laughs> over guns. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was one of them, or something like that. Oh, Matt, that, that's fine. <laughs> Shall we end on that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bare rule. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I think I well, think that's... I think people are going to find a lot out about me listening to hey, this episode. Hey, it's just it, this is the introduction to the book. Yeah. So uh, you know what to write now. Yeah. Just like to just to get it out there, I have Dog Tanyon season. <laughs> no, Farthing Wood one to three, and I get it off on Gunge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> basically, if, if, like if you and Tom have been to prison now, yeah. I think it's my turn to go pretty soon. Well, that's how well, Tom is going to explain not, my absence. Not for committing not. anything wrong. That's the funny yeah. thing. Like <laughs> you're the you're, yeah. Oh, I, I'll yeah. be locked up in some mental asylum. Like, missing that. <laughs> just screaming guns yeah. all day. Want, like you go down an asylum and they just see this this locked door called cell ten. They go, look yeah. past there. Look past there. He'll get his own back on you. <laughs> and be like, just you get close and you just hear. Gunge! Gunge! Oh, fun house! You just start singing the theme song. Yeah. Oh, a lot of fun! Prizes to be won! <laughs> That's That'll be us, man. And the same asylum just for the people who suffer from nostalgia. Yeah. They're all singing their favourite theme songs, you know? <laughs> these, right. That'd be the most fun of insane asylum to visit. Yeah. There. Oh, I'd go crazy in there. That, that, that sounds like a place I'd actually want to be. Yeah. <laughs> Go down another set, the one guy's just humming Postman Pat, but in <laughs> yeah. the way he does that, like, dum, 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 like, oh, get me out of here. <laughs> Postman Pat's actually how I learned to tell the time. Oh, serious? Yeah, because I had a bird and they had the clock on. And he oh, could I, twist, oh. like, the uh, hands and stuff like that to get that, the time. That rings a bell. I think I had that book. Yeah. A Postman Pat. I've, I've seen book. it about actually a few times since then. It uh, must be popular. It, uh, the odd, like, car boot. So I think well, it works then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I remember stuff like that. Oh, man. Yeah, gosh. Shit. I, it kind of makes me sad that so much of it is probably in a bin somewhere. Or, yeah. You know? Such a shame. Oh, well. Such a shame. We, oh, we'll well, get go, older, man. so. Yeah, and then we just got to accept that there's new stuff. Yeah. But look forward to the to the, uh, to the clangers, man. See how that yeah. comes out. And uh, just enjoy what else comes next. You know, yeah. now it's Archer and Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy that. Oh, anyway, man, to sign off. Yeah. It was good to share these experiences with all you lovely people. Yep. And uh, now me and Matt are going to turn the light off and go get a curry. And some gunge. And some gunge. Yeah, yeah. gunge that curry. <laughs> oh, that, that doesn't sound <laughs> <laughs> did, did it ever sound right? <laughs> no. <laughs>
Nice. Oh. Well, I'll see you people later. Yeah. Have a nice day. I've been Chris. Yeah, I've been Matt. And uh, yes, you have. To Tom, my dear fellows. And uh, hopefully, if we pray hard enough, Tom will be back next week. Yep. Yep. Well, once you find somewhere to park the ice cream van <laughs> and get rid of the kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not going back. <laughs> all right. See you later. See you all. Remember, 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 remember,